Hello, everyone, and warm welcome to episode number 21 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. How are you all doing today? I hope you're doing well. Personally, I'm in the middle of one of my life crises right now. The cycle kind of repeats itself every two to three months, so it's nothing new. It just kind of kicks me into action, gets me to make some changes, and I think it's a good thing. Is there anything in your life that's currently open-ended, on the table, that you need to deal with in order to move forward? This right here is your sign to just get it over with. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the truth and being afraid of the truth and making up your own truth just in case and suffering because of it. So many of us spend our relationships avoiding certain topics or truths or avoiding asking certain questions because we think we don't want to hear the answer. What's funny is that we think that if we just don't ask, we won't know the answer, and that's a good thing. But your brain has already come up with the answer on its own. That answer you're afraid of, your brain is already believing that to be true, and now you're just there trying to kind of ignore that fact. Let's take the example of, is my partner still in contact with their ex? This might be a question you're afraid to ask your partner because you're terrified that the answer might be yes, and that is going to make you feel like shit. But your brain already thinks that it's true. If you believed the answer to be no, you wouldn't be afraid of finding out because you had already decided what was true. The need to ask probably wouldn't even be there. So your brain has chosen a probable truth, an answer to the question that you think you don't already have the answer to. In your mind, it doesn't sound like, is my partner still in contact with their ex? (gasps) Is my partner still in contact with their ex? What it actually sounds like is, my partner is still in contact with their ex. My partner is writing with their ex. My partner is talking to their ex. The question mark isn't there. When you think that thought, and at least a part of you believes it to be true, it's going to send an emotion into your body. Now, everyone listening to this will probably have a different emotion from thinking a thought like that. For some, it will be horror and betrayal. For some, it will be fear or anxiety. For some, complete neutrality. And for some, happiness and gratefulness. Who knows? But if you're scared of asking that question because you're scared of the truth, then most likely it is sending negative emotions into your body. The biggest mistake we make when being afraid of the truth is thinking that your partner verifying something is going to make it feel a thousand times worse than your brain simply believing it to be true. If you ask your partner if they're in contact with their ex and they say yes, you probably feel like that will make the pain even worse. Worse than the constant pain your brain is putting you through. And what's so fascinating is that you can feel that pain 
even if your partner lies to you and says yes, lies to you and says no, tells the truth and says yes, tells us the truth and says no, or if you're just imagining things, because it's not the thing itself that is happening in the world that is making you feel that way. Because if your partner is talking to their ex for whatever reason, that is happening whether you have verified it with them or not. So the pain you're feeling is just coming from what your brain is constantly believing and repeating to be true. Now, there are two possible scenarios that could happen if you stop being afraid of the truth and you actually ask your partner the question that you want to ask them. The first is that they say, no, what you thought was true wasn't actually true and you made it a much bigger deal in your mind than it actually was. This might sound like a good option, but it would only provide you with a quick hit of relief until the next thing pops up where you're afraid of what might be true and once again your brain starts making up scenarios. Or perhaps you don't even believe your partner when they're saying that you're wrong and they're not doing the thing. Either way, this scenario will probably just feel a little bit better. The immediate symptom of suffering will go away, but it's not going to cure the cause of this problem. The other scenario is that they actually verify what you suspect to be true. They say, yes, I am in contact with my ex, or yes, I did cheat on you, or yes, I do follow other girls on Instagram. <laughs> this, of course, is what you're dreading. This is what you're afraid of. And this is what your brain has tried to protect you from. But what truly happens when your fear or your concern is verified as true by your partner? Well, this is what happens. You have a bunch of thoughts, and you feel a bunch of feelings because of those thoughts. It probably feels pretty awful for a while, but then, after some time, you're free to choose what's next. Is this a problem for you, or is it not? Is this something you want to work on, or is it not really a big deal? When you have opened up to reality asked questions, gotten answers, and have a better understanding of what's true in this moment, you have all the information in order to move forward. You're no longer staying stuck in a made-up misery of what if, what if, what if. And no, this option is not going to provide you with instant relief. It will probably make you feel worse initially but it's going to benefit you in the long run. So, so far, I think most of you have heard most of this before, right? Open up, communicate, clear the air, work on the issues, move forward, and so on. But are there truly no other options here? Actually, there is one option that's a little less known that I want to share with you guys. This is an option that you can do before talking to your partner about this situation. It's called making peace with the worst case scenario and giving both scenarios equal airtime in your brain. Sounds like fun, right? So this is what you need to do. Figure out what truth you're afraid of. What is it that your brain often wonders and comes up with possible answers to? 
It can be something that your partner thinks or feels or something that they do. Or it can even be a truth about the future that can't necessarily be verified. Will we stay together? Did I make the right decision? Will my partner be honest with me? So once you have your truth that you're afraid of, I want you to deep dive into the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. What could possibly be true here? It's most likely going to be way easier for you to write the worst case story because your brain has been practicing it for a long time. It's kind of always playing in the back of your mind, so just get it out on paper so that you can see it for what it is. Then challenge yourself to go in the opposite direction. What else could be true in this scenario? What's the best possible outcome here? What's the best thing your partner could say? The reason we do this is because your brain is programmed to think that the worst case scenario is more important, more likely, and just more true than the best case scenario. We need to actively seek out the other options so that we can balance it out and see everything a little more clearly. Once you have both stories in front of you, the best and the worst, we can put the best to the side just for now. That story is not the one we need to make peace with, because it already feels good. We're not afraid of the best case scenario. We're afraid of the worst. So grab your worst case scenario truth and let's dive into that yet a little deeper. I don't want any stones to be left unturned here. I want you to describe in detail why this is so bad. Why is this the worst? What will it mean about you if this is what's actually true? What will it mean about your future if this is actually true? How will you feel if this was the truth? Why is that so bad? What we're doing here is that we're doing kind of a dress rehearsal of you finding out the truth and your partner verifying what you're afraid of. Your brain doesn't truly know the difference between imagination and reality. So all the things you're imagining right now feel very, very true to your brain. And your brain is sending all of these emotions into your body. And this is where the magic happens. I want you to feel it. All of it. I want you to sit with all of it. Feel it move through your body. Breathe through all of it. Think about the things you're afraid of. Think about what it will mean. And I promise you, it just doesn't get worse than that. We like to think that imagining something bad isn't as painful as experiencing it. But that's just because that when it's actually happening, our brain just has a little more thoughts and believes it a little harder than when you're using your imagination. That's why the emotions are just a bit stronger. But it's the exact same experience for you. If you can make peace with the thoughts that come up, the emotions that come up, and the possibility of this happening before you get it verified by your partner, there is no longer anything to fear about what they're going to say. 
You can spend as much time as you want making peace with it, but it doesn't have to take more than a few minutes. Realize that you'll be fine either way. You'll survive either way, and everything is going to be okay no matter what. Don't hide from this truth that you're afraid of. Don't push it away. Don't ignore it, fight it, argue with it, or try to convince yourself of something else. Just open up to it. Hold space for this truth that you're so afraid of. It has zero power over you. Sometimes when going through this process of holding space and opening up to the truth we're so afraid of, we realize that it's actually not that bad. At least not bad enough to justify all of the time and energy we spend freaking out about it on a daily basis. Thinking about it, worrying about it, wondering what if this, what if that. Perhaps your desire to ask your partner might even go away after making peace with it because it no longer matters. All the power it had over you has disappeared. Or you will still want to ask from a place of curiosity knowing that the answer has no power to make you feel anything that you cannot handle. You have already lived through the positive and the negative possibilities, and you totally know that you can handle it. Regardless if you're afraid of the truth or not, this is something I recommend doing before having these kinds of conversations with your partner. If you don't, you're going to be more out of control of your reaction or response depending on what they say. Doing this exercise of visualizing and feeling the emotions that come up will help you be more intentional in the moment and decide how you want to react and respond. It's like feeling the feelings ahead of time gives you your power and control back. You no longer need to react right away because you know that you can handle it. Learning the skill of extending the period of time that you're willing to feel an uncomfortable emotion is the key to being in control in any situation. If you find yourself acting uncontrollably or reacting to things without thinking, it's just because your discomfort tolerance is very low. A great way of increasing that tolerance is to practice feeling. Use your imagination and sit with whatever emotion comes up, good or bad. If you are struggling in your relationship right now, whether it's with insecurities, jealousy, communication, or chores, and you have a desire to learn these tools, master them, and change how you show up, go to katrinbandcom forward slash apply and apply for a free 60-minute consultation with me where we'll discuss your current struggles, the changes you want to make, the person you want to become, and we'll create a simple plan to make that happen. katrinbandcom forward slash apply. I look forward to hearing from you. See you next week. Bye-bye.